Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanas. This is episode 239, season 10. Today's date is July 23rd, 2023, and welcome to the program. Yes, I am back for another episode. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to do one, but here I am. So uh, on today's program, uh, this will be two interesting topics. First, I will talk about uh, radio voice actor Dick Orkin. Uh, you may not know his name, but you probably remember his character uh, on the radio, Chicken Man. <laughs> buck, 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 buck. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> anyway, I will talk about uh, him, uh, his biography, and about Chicken Man. Uh, that was a that was a like a radio serial back in the 60s. Also, I will talk about the Ivanhoe um, restaurant slash theater that was located in Chicago on the northwest on the north side of Chicago. I'll talk about a little history of that. And uh, it's very interesting. It's a very it was a very interesting place. Yeah, back then. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Parquet Margarine. <laughs> and this features uh, former football player and actor Deacon Jones. And you may remember him back in the 70s. So uh, so sit back and relax. And uh, after the, the commercial is over, I'll talk a little bit about him and the product. Okay. Thank you, everyone. What? Butter. Don't mess with me. You're parquet margarine. But butter. I said parquet, come here. Uh-oh. You smooth? You're creamy. You taste like butter. Your butter. Parquet. Sir? Parquet margarine from Kraft. The flavor says... Butter. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Parquet Margarine with uh, Deacon Jones. Uh, talk a little bit about him and Parquet. Uh, Deacon Jones was a uh, football player. He played for the L.A. Rams, the San Diego Chargers, and the Washington Redskins. And uh, he was a very good player. And uh, also, he was born in Eatonville, Florida. 
December 9th, 1938. And, uh, you know, in, he started his college football career uh, for a year in South Carolina State University in 1958. And then he resumed, the, then he skipped a year and then he uh, went to uh, Mississippi Valley State University in 1960. And, did that. and then, uh, then he got, then he started playing in 1961. Yeah. So he played with the Rams for 10 years, uh, from 61 to 71. Then he played for the Chargers for one year. And then he played, and then, uh, then he played the Redskins, you know, very briefly. So, uh, and then he got into acting. And, uh, you know, I never knew him because of football. I knew him because of, uh, television and in the act you know it's acting not football itself so he played so this is the the uh, tv shows he uh he started in uh like one he was in the odd couple and he was uh doing a uh doing a commercial with uh oscar madison played by jack klugman selling shaving products and also another famous episode he was on the brady bunch that, uh, if you're a Brady Bunch uh, fanatic like me, I've seen every episode uh, hundreds of times. I probably remember the dialogue. Uh, this is the one where uh, Peter Brady was playing football and he was in the Glee Club. And uh, his, his co-players were making fun of him because he was singing. You know, they call him a canary. You know, I've been there myself. I'm, I know what it's like to be bullied. <laughs> it's... Not a pleasant experience because of something you'd like to do. I won't go into that right now. And uh, Deacon Jones appeared in that. And uh, and he, you know, he said, I sing. Does that make me a sissy or a canary? You know, and then the kids just backed off, you know. And he, he realized, you know, it's not nice to make fun of uh, other kids because they're different and they want to do different things. Valuable lesson. Also, he played a, uh, he was a guard at a giant's castle in Sam and the Beanstalk. That was in an episode of Bewitch, 1969. That's where Tabitha went into a storybook. Uh, she zapped herself in a storybook and she went to see the, the, the giant and <laughs> or to follow Jack. And Deacon Jones was there. And uh, also he played one episode of Wonder Woman. In 1978. I remember that. I got the show on DVD. He was good. Uh, then he played uh, in the movie Heaven Can Wait with uh, Warren Beatty. I haven't seen that movie in ages. You know, and I, for I totally forgot about him. But uh, yeah, he was in the movie. And then, uh, then he got into broadcasting. Then he got into business and uh, did that. And, and then, uh, you know... Let's see, so he also uh, he also sang, and he was uh, he did some singing, which was great. Um, and then, unfortunately, he passed away on uh, June third, twenty thirteen. He was seventy four years old, you know. But he was a very charismatic person, you know, in the football field and also in you know in acting. Oh, God bless him. All right, and as for Parquet, uh, that product's been around forever. It's introduced in 1937. Uh, it was called oleomargarine, not just margarine. They dropped the oleo part. 
and it was sold under the Kraft brand. What's famous about, and then, uh, and now it just, and then it's, it was sold to Nabisco in the 90s, and then to Con- ConAgra Fools, uh, Foods, not Fools, <laughs> in 1999. And uh, it was uh, heavily advertised on radio, on television, you know, on the radio show The Great Gildersleeve, and then also, um, also on since, uh, but the most famous uh, commercials are from on television that started in 1973 was uh, when the tub of the parquet uh, margarine starts talking, you know, and it says butter, butter, <laughs> and then at the end he would say parquet. <laughs> The tagline would, would say parquet margarine from Kraft. The flavor says butter. <laughs> you know, and there there's so many on YouTube you can watch if you'd like, you know, and it's a, one famous uh, commercial was, well, there were two. Uh, one is there was this a Latino man. He starts laughing, and, you know, and they said it in Spanish. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can check it out. Also, there was one where there were, there were a bunch of kids. And, uh, you know, they're yelling, no, you're buttered. You start laughing. Then they go, parquet, <laughs> the things like that. But, you know, when they sold like little tubs and then they had the big tubs. I remember one actress, I think it was Rita Shaw. She was in the, she would open the tub and he said, butter, real loud. <laughs> So I've had um, I've had parquet. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, I haven't had it in ages, but uh, it's I think it's one of the best margarines around. Besides like Blue Bonnet, uh, what else? Imperial. They're all good. They're fine. Okay. All right. All right. So now we're gonna get started with the show. Before I get started, I want to mention one thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, on my YouTube channel, I had a comment from somebody. Uh, I did a podcast episode about Kathy McFarland. She was uh, she did Newsbreak. She was an anchor woman back in the seventy or late seventies and early eighties. She did the Newsbreak uh, late at night on Channel Thirty Two, and her nephew re- reached out to me. He listened to the podcast. Uh, there were, and he said, uh, you know. She got into a bad accident on the S-curve on the Lakeshore Drive. Well, the S-curve's gone, so thank God for that. And she was okay, but she had to recuperate. But uh, he also said that uh, what you did for her, uh, you know, a tribute to her and the podcast was very loving and very touching. It was very nice what you did. And I said, you know, then I replied, thank you, you know, because uh, I remember watching her, you know, and so did everyone else, you know, during that time. You know, and uh, unfortunately, she passed away a long time ago. So, um, yeah, she was uh, one of the most recognizable people on that station, you know, on WFLD TV, Channel 32. You know, she did the news breaks like that. So, it's nice. I love getting comments from people like that. Uh, you get bad ones too, you know, uh, but, you know, those are trolls and, you know, people like to nitpick. I ignore that. So that was very nice. Okay. All right. So now let's get started on the program. And right now I'm going to talk about radio voice actor Dick Orkin. Okay. So uh, 
I totally forgot about him because I never listened to him when I was growing up because I was too young. So, um, so his name uh, started with his biography. So he was born Richard Allen Yorkin, born on July 9th, 1933. Uh, he was a commercial radio producer and voice actor. And uh, he did a lot of uh, radio advertisements, public service announcements. Uh, he was born in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And, uh, and he also attended Yale Drama School, you know, up in there in Connecticut. And then he started working in advertising in Chicago until, uh, in 1963, well, 60 years ago. Wow, a long time. And uh, he also did radio commercials for Time Magazine, The Gap, other things like that. And uh, he did uh, co-wrote two animated specials for CBS. One was called Christmas Every Day and the Canterville Ghosts. And uh, also, they were, and that was with a Christine Coyle. That was a, another person. And they were co the founders of Radio Ranch. And um, then one day, uh, he created uh, the series Chicken Man, <laughs> like that. And, uh, well, I'll get to Chicken Man in a moment. Uh, so uh, Chicken Man was a radio series that, uh, that spoofed and inspired by the 1960s TV series Batman. One of my favorite TV shows of all time. I still watch it. I love it. It's on DVD. It looks gorgeous. You know, it's on Blu-ray. Of course, it looks beautiful. And that, that was created in 1966 on radio station WCFL AM 1000. And then uh, it ran from 1966 to 1969. And that series aired uh, every day. It was like a like a soap opera. It was like a radio, and uh, it was you know the ratings just shoot off the shut up in the roof. You know it was just like wow. So um, in the series, uh, it was like you know it's just like Superman. It reminds me of Underdog. Remember the cartoon? So in the series, you have a shoe salesman. His name is Benton Harbor, just like that city in Michigan. <laughs> I'm glad it's not St. Joseph. And he was a shoe salesman at a large downtown uh, department store, and the name of the town was Midland City. And he spent his weekends, uh, you know, like he was moonlighting as, uh, you know, uh, fighting crime. And, and, and he was named Chicken Man. And uh, also, he would hang around with the police commissioner's office, just like Commissioner Gordon, not Batman. And uh, also, the commissioner's secretary, who, her name was Miss Hellfinger. And each episode uh, started, uh, you know, Chicken Man. And the first, uh, it'd go, buck, 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 <laughs> Chicken Man. And then you heard some voices going, he's everywhere, he's everywhere. That became a very memorable catchphrase because everyone remembered it. And it repeated like in the beginning and it repeated at the end. Okay. Like that. And uh, it was so funny. <laughs> like that. 
so so Dick Orkin, uh, you know, created this uh, this character, and it's one thing. Also, and part of the cast was uh, was Jim Runyon. He did the commissioner. He was a, a radio announcer, disc jockey, and an actor. Also, the female characters were performed by uh, her name was. She was an actress named Jane Roberts. She was a theater actress and worked at CF, WCFL as a traffic reporter. And she did, all, she did the voices of that. And she was very talented. She also played uh, Chicken Man's mother, Mildred Harbour. <laughs> also her uh, mother's oldest friend, Emma Luckner. And uh, Emma's uh, single daughter, Sadie. Okay. Uh, he, uh, Chicken Man also had a rogues gallery. You know, he had villains just like Batman or like Superman or Wonder Woman. They include, oh, I'll read them off to you. One is include the Choker, the Hummer, the Chicken Plucker, <laughs> the Dog Lady, Big Clyde Crushman, the Bear Lady, uh, the very diabolical Rodney Farber. I'm reading these off because maybe people will remember you know, the characters and the couple from Sticked. <laughs> it's like, uh, like from the man from uncle. Remember that? And, uh, that, that, that stood for a secret henchman to injure crime killers. <laughs> and, uh, he would drive in his, uh, yellow, uh, chicken man, excuse me, chicken man would roam around Midland city in his yellow crime fighting car, also called known as the chicken coop. <laughs> He, and he had a chicken cave, like Batman had a bat cave. And uh, uh, it, it was like similar to that. It's kind of funny. It really was. And sometimes Mildred uh, Harbor filled in when Chicken Man was busy. She filled in as a superheroine. Also, there's the uh, maternal marauder. Also, is the mask mother. <laughs> so anyway, um, this is funny. I've listened to a few, a couple episodes. I loved it. It really is funny. He's a very talent. He was a very talented man. And uh, I love superheroes. I love comic books, you know, adventures. It's almost like to a T. It's like, you know, a Batman with a camp. It's identical like that. So it's a pretty amazing. Okay. Right now, I'm going to play the introduction and the ending of the uh, radio serial Chicken Man. When I, got to, when I come back, I'll talk a little bit more about Dick Orkin. Okay, so sit back and listen to that. Thank you, everyone. Now, another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. <laughs> Listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction and the ending of Chicken Man. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. (laughs) I love saying that. Sorry. Okay, as for Dick Orkin, um, he paired up with, uh, I forget the man's name. Well, I'll think of it. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'll think of something. Anyway, uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, he left WCFL, I think, around 1968, 69, something like that. And then he headed to Hollywood. He went to Los Angeles and uh, did some writing, you know, for television shows. And then uh, the show, Chicken Man, was resurrected uh, in 1977 on The Loop. Um, I did that. Maybe I didn't uh, listen to that. It was, you know, distributing syndication like that. So that was kind of, that was kind of cool like that. Oh, the man's name he worked with uh, is Bert Birdies. That's his name. I think that's how you say his name like that. Also, uh, also um, Dick Orkin uh, also appeared on a short-lived variety series uh that starred tim conway and that was from 1980 yeah he appeared on camera and did skits you know with tim conway and other people uh the show didn't last very long you know so that's a shame and uh so whenever people think of dick orkin or wcfl they get them they thought they think about chicken man (laughs) Oh, that's uh, that's amazing, like that, you know. Uh, like I said before, I listened to a couple of episodes, and uh, it was it was great. It really was. And uh, let's see, what else did he do? Uh, he did a lot of things. Um, so uh, let's see what he did. Okay, he like I said before, he had his own ad production company called the Famous Radio Ranch. Did that. And uh, you probably heard commercials on television, you know, maybe in Chicago, maybe not, maybe in the LA area, I would think. You know, so I, I'm not uh, exactly sure like that. And uh, so, unfortunately, he passed away on December 24th, 2017. Yeah, that's about uh, four years ago. Wow, that's amazing. That's so sad. I think they announced his uh, the news of his death on Facebook, by his daughter. Yeah, so like that. So if you want to listen to Chicken Man, you can listen on YouTube. Uh, there's he made an LP. You know, he recorded an LP with uh, I think a compiled like the. I don't know if it's all the episodes. Maybe one of the best episodes, uh, I would assume. So you can uh, find it on eBay. You can, if you'd like. Uh, so, 
You know, if you want to relive that uh, crazy time in the 60s, you know, and you need some escapism, listen to Chicken Man. Okay. So that's great. All right. All right. So I guess that's it. Uh, he said he's done some other things, but I can't think of the top of my head. But uh, once I find it, I'll mention it. But right now I'm going to talk about the Ivanhoe uh, restaurant slash theater. And this was very interesting, you know, because uh, I use on the Chicago land. I always post uh, from time to time about this restaurant. And it's very memorable to a lot of people who have lived here and who still do in Chicago. And uh, what's uh, unique about this place is uh, the building is shaped like a castle, like you were back in medieval uh, England, like that. And uh, I passed by it maybe once, once or twice when I was younger. Uh, I drove around, or I think I took the bus one time, you know, to visit somebody and i saw it and i go wow what's a castle doing here in the lakeview area of chicago it's kind of neat like that all right so uh here's the history of the ivanhoe theater also the restaurant um there were two brothers they opened the restaurant in the 1920s i don't know their names uh but that was during the time of prohibition and they down in the like the basement, like the catacombs, was like a speakeasy. That's what they said. And uh, the menu specialized uh, in like German and European dishes, like that. And according to Jeffrey Bear, you know, who works at Channel Eleven, that's uh, it was described as inexpensive but nice. Also, the restaurant's name came from the uh, famous nineteenth-century uh, novel set in England in the twelfth-century, Ivanhoe written by Sir Walter Scott. I remember the TV series. Uh, they used to show that uh, early in the early days, way, way before. And there was a movie. I think it came out in 1958. I think Elizabeth Taylor was in that movie. I saw that uh, a long time ago. Uh, I don't think Family Classics showed it. Maybe they did, you know, with Fraser Thomas. Maybe. maybe. I'm not sure. But they did show it on uh, Channel 9. Law of... Uh, numerous times on the air anyway there was like uh, the catacombs it was like a subterranean realm that you would go down the bottom and i think you would enter into an elevator and it was like a sliding wall or something like that and uh that was fun according to some people and it was kind of rustic and there was like stalactites and bones embedded in the walls and and it was like, and the elevator was so cramped, you know, like that. And uh, people were very entertained. They really were. It's like you were back in the, uh, like in the ancient times, you know, in England, you know, like with the dungeons and all that. And uh, also, uh, now in 1966, uh, one, the son of the original owners took over the business and turned it into a theater. They still had the restaurant, and I think they chopped it in half, you know, and made it, uh, it was a theater in a round, or rather a square, you know, where the seats were, it was like four sides of the stage where you could see, uh, you know. And he brought in... Um, 
you know, entertainment. Uh, like, for example, like plays, uh, comedy plays or dra- dramatic plays. Uh, they didn't get famous people at first. Um, I think they hired somebody from Broadway and they brought in the, sorry, he entice, you know, famous movie stars or TV actors to perform there. And they did. And uh, so that was a huge hit, you know, and uh, that was great. That was wonderful like that. And, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the food was still good, according to some people, you know. Uh, sometimes uh, it had, you know, sometimes uh, they had a play, but it didn't work out. You know, sometimes they were bombs, sometimes they were successful. Sometimes they would close the show, you know, and then they'd bring in another show like that. Like that, and then, um, then in the nineteen eighties, the theater was chopped in half to an amphitheater, and then the former, and then the restaurant uh, became the Gold Standard Liquors and Chalet Cheese Shop, and I had it down in the basement, like that, you know, in the catacombs, like that. Um, then they brought in. Uh, Turn it not just to, you know for plays. They've, they had concert acts, and you know Dave, Dolly Parton performed. Uh, I think who else? Uh, I think Meatloaf performed there. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, maybe Ozzy Osbourne performed. I'm not sure. The and comedy acts too, you know, like David Steinberg or anybody. Uh, not just so that helped a little, like that. So that's great. You know, that's wonderful. Then, um, then the theater closed for good in 2001. Um, then, then Binnie's took over. Uh, they had Binnie's open previously, I believe. And they took the entire, uh, space, the entire, uh, castle, uh, the liquor store that is. And then, uh, so, uh, so Ivanhoe was gone. That was it. So it's not, now it's a Benny's liquor store. They retained the catacombs down, you know, downstairs. And they have events, still have events, you know, like uh, maybe uh, wine and cheese tasting or a parties events like that. So that's kind of, uh, that's kind of cool. It's like that. One of these days I want to go see it. I want to go there and take a, take a look around because uh, I don't know. It's historical. It sounds fascinating to me like that. Uh, you know, I don't know if I can enter the catacombs, maybe. Uh, usually if they don't have nothing planned or nothing is uh, at the moment, you know, they have a, an event. Maybe, they, they, maybe the doors are closed or you can't enter. This is a shame. I would like to do a tour. Just look around. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Okay. All right. So that's it for this show. Uh, I'll do a recap of what I said. I talked about radio voice actor Dick Orkin, also known as Chicken Man. I'm not going to clock. I promise. And the Ivanhoe uh, restaurant slash theater in, on the northwest side. On the north, I keep saying northwest side. It's on the north side of Chicago. Oh, the address of the place was 3000 North Clark Street, and it was on the corner of Wellington Avenue. Just, 
I, I, it would be terrible for me not to mention that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you're in the neighborhood or you come visit Chicago, check it out. You'd be fascinated. I would be. I really would. Okay. So uh, this program uh, will be published later on this afternoon. Uh, wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, excuse me, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, wherever podcasts are available, hit subscribe. It'll notify you for the latest uh, episode being downloaded. You know, and uh, you can listen. Also, it'll be on my YouTube channel, Van uh, Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Please subscribe to that. Also, be posted on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. Also on uh, Instagram and Threads, that new uh, social media account that's been around now for two weeks. Like that. And also be on my blog. BannerChicagoLand.blog. Check that out. Okay. I will do another episode. I don't think I'll do it Tuesday. I don't think I'll have time. I don't think so. I have to go to the doctor. And I've got some things to do. So probably next weekend I will have that. That will be episode 240. Getting close to 250 soon. Okay. So this is Pete Castanis, your host for Banner Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I had a wonderful time talking. I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, here's bye bye for me, and here's the here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye bye bye. So long, everyone. Take care. We have to go. Bye bye bye.